Good morning, Rav Boisai. Ah, Lili Nishma Simimirosi Rosmus Mordechai. I want to start off this year welcoming all the new guys that started the daf with us from Kesher Nafshi. Here's a picture again. We're going to show the same picture we showed last night because now it's more relevant. Perez Chaim Levine wrote to me this morning. He said, 42 people signed up. 42. So I said, how did you do it? He says, oh, Gedalia Miller, the guy running the whole function, instead of being worried about what, what they're serving and who's speaking, running around in the lobby, hopping people for Tyra. So all these people that signed up, welcome. You thought you're going for a weekend of Chinuch, and it is. I was there, and I gained tremendously, and I actually... I took some of the stuff I learned there and, and put it in my life. Chaval, I didn't have this 30 years ago. But not only are you going there for a week of Chinuch, it might actually change your life for the better, bringing in more Torah, enlarging your family, the circle of friends. So Bez Hashem, we can finish Shas together. Yeah, all right. Welcome if they're on live now. You know, in Kesher Nafshi, nobody sleeps. So yeah, it's one in the morning there. I don't know what time it is. But everybody's up anyway. Huh? Yeah, yeah. What's your room? What about again? What? Yes. Oh, not your room. You mean speeches through the night? Yeah, yes, sure. Speeches, unbelievable. Classes, classes, yeah. All right. Hi, Rebelli. I was hoping you'd be able to announce that Chnosa Sevatoyer Lili Nishmas Ezra Pollock's. So Ezra Pollock, yeah, Ezra Pollock, that's being held Sunday in Fairlawn. Rabbis, if you remember, one of our Chaverim lost, he was on a family vacation to the Bahamas, and suddenly his two-year-old got sick and was nifter. Tremendous, tremendous loss, and uh, a lot of the Chaver went to be Menachem Oval. So now they're doing a Achnos Sevatoira, and I think the Oilam, if... You know, you go, it's a beautiful thing. And there's something else everybody here could do if you're in Eretz Yisrael and around the world. You could dive in for Tani and his wife, especially his wife. You need a tremendous amount of chizok. It's such an unbelievable loss. Yes, people think they don't have to dive in because they just had a kid. They just had a boy just recently. No, the tsar is still there, still fresh. So we got to dive in. This is Chaim Hirsch and my son Jake from Hollywood, Florida. We were at Yashir tonight. and It was the first time we were at MDY. What an incredible experience. An amazing Achnasas Archim. Two kisses from Hashem that I must share. The very last thing you mentioned in Yashir tonight, that when you say Vayichulu on Friday night, the Gemara Shabbos says you're a partner with Hashem. You noted, and I heard others say this as well, to ask Hashem at that point for any Yeshua's you might need. Here comes the Ashgoch HaPratis. I'm a Magichir in Florida, and I literally said the same word over last week in my Shir. However, someone put me on the spot with a great question. How can you make a request from Hashem on Shabbos? There are no personal bakashas on Shabbos. I was somewhat embarrassed during my own cheer because I didn't have a good answer. Rabbi, did you hear this? He was embarrassed. So if you have a good question, keep it to yourself. Don't ask me and don't embarrass me. But today, hours before you cheer, I thought of a possible answer. So he's thinking about this before the cheer, and he came to this cheer and he told me this answer last night. We know that... It, by Kevin Sadiqim, there are some opinions who say you should not be asking Sadiqim to talk to Hashem on your behalf. I have heard Shurim where the advice is to inform the Sadiqim of your situation and they'll let them decide whether they'll ask Hashem for you, but you're merely informing them of where you're holding and your situation. 
Based on this, I thought the same concept could be applied here. You're part with Hashem at this time. So it's a great opportunity to form, to inform and share with him the information of how you are feeling without making a specific request. Thank you, Baba Hashem. Okay. So anyways, just an observation I had today before you share a kiss from Hashem. The second thing is, he's saying that he went on his, he's got, came there to stroll for a bunch of days, 15 days, to put on his son's tefillin. Here they are. And he says that they decided to finish uh, say their Maya together. And they decided to do the last parak. And what are the last Mishnahis over there that they're learning? All about tefillin. They were at the Kaisel, they opened up their Shemais, he started putting on tefillin, boom! A Mishnah about tefillin, so it's a kiss from Hashem for him. So Yishkoyach, you brought him in here, no? Great guy. Magachir, Avi Eisen, hi Rebelli, was introduced to that from a friend of mine, haven't looked back since. I'm holding the Dorim with the Oilam, it's a pleasure to learn with the enthusiasm of the MDY pro- program. All the best in Miami. Ah, maybe before, okay, I'll just say a few things here. It's an unbelievable sugya today. We're holding in sugyas, sugyas of Nidarim. Rabbi Yisai, today is a very, very special day. It started last night. It goes into today. Ches Exactly three years ago, we started Chas. Brachas Davbeis. Exactly three years ago, we moved into this base marriage. To the day. Three years to the day. So, good morning. It's an extremely... Miragish. How do you say Miragish in English? Generally. Emotional. Yeah, yeah. I'm so Miragish. I'm so excited, so emotional that I forgot the word. We, this is a tremendous milestone. Building a building just with Afyaimi. We believe it's one of a kind. Time flies like this. It's unbelievable. We, we didn't have lighting then. We didn't have drywall. We was just, we didn't have windows. It was dark and dreary. Remember that first day? Projectors shining on the tables. Those were the days. We didn't have windows. Yeah. So three years and Baruch Hashem. Look at this place. We didn't have Benny. We didn't have a lot of guys. And we had a lot of guys and I don't know where they are now. I'm looking here at Boisad, Michael Ben Chitrit. I forgot to mention, I was on the phone with Rebefrayim Shapiro from North Miami Beach, the famous Rav over there, the famous speaker and he told me he's like i don't know he knows a lot about this year and he said you know you got michael ben here in miami he does all the siyumim he's the the leader of... so even rabbi shapiro knows about it and we want to thank you you're here sitting here guest from miami thank you for everything you've done in miami and everything you're doing now for the big scene in miami we anticipate i'm going to be there myself and a bunch of guys are going who's going from this room anybody wow go zoom out for a second keep your hands up Keep your hands up. How many people? There's more than 10 people here. Wow. The Rosh Kaila, you're coming? You're going to see the Rosh Kaila, Rabbi Sai. Michael Ben Chitrin is going to be there. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, man, what are the Chidushim? You're coming? Unbelievable. You, Benny? You have a ticket? Maybe. Okay, Givaldi. Hillel? Hillel's coming. Avi's coming. Nachman! 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 Na- anybody want to sponsor a ticket? Business class, uh, business class only. <laughs> Why so long? A boy said, we were talking yesterday about a father being made for a nether of his daughter. And if his daughter's engaged, so he's made for the nether, he knows the nether together with her husband. We call him a husband because in those days, <laughs> engagement wasn't just an engagement, it was a real, she's an ish ish. 
an arus. We'll call him an arus. Now, when the when the father annuls a nether of his daughter, does it matter what kind of nether it is? Does it matter if she says she's gonna not she's not gonna eat chocolate, or she says whatever she says? Does it matter? Or any nether he could be made for? How did you guys learn? L'chari, we learned any any nether, and we're gonna learn today that's not the case. Very specific nether that have to do things between him and her, and things that could hurt her. Inu nefesh and beinu leveina. Which is really a halach that we say by a husband and a wife, Bain Levena, that also applies to a father, I thought it was a huge chiddush. Another thing, the fact that a father and a husband can annul the, the daughter's nether, and that's to be the day they hear of the nether. But each one, l'chaira on his own, no? So here's the question what if a father hears a nether on Sunday and he annuls it? He's made for it. The husband only hears about it on Tuesday and he's made for it. The two hafaris combine as one, and the nether is mufar. Now, there's a very interesting thing going on here that we learn in the sugya. If a nether is weakened somehow, let's say one of the two makes a hafara on the nether, and then he dies. So the other one inherits the entire nether in a weakened state. Is that better or worse? Think about it logically. I have a nether, it's 100%. One of them said it's mufar, he took off, let's say, 50%. It's a weakened nether. So the, the second one that's alive, he inherits the other half, the 50%. But it's in a weakened state. It's like 50% only. Is that better for him? Is it easier for him to annul his 50% or it's worse? So you can go both ways, actually. Fine. With that, let's just say the sponsorships today, the month, the coil is sponsored by Anonymous from Lakewood. The Masech is sponsored also from Lakewood, not anonymous. The success in Parnassa. And Nachas from our children. If you want Nachas, real Nachas, go to Kesher Nafshi. Mordechai Kranzer, Rufu Shlema, Tinoik Ben Rifko Hena, and Tinoik is by Rifko Hena. They should both have Rufu Shlema. The art is sponsored by Anonymous for this month. And that's it for today. Says the Heligit, what? There's something else I need to say? What is this? Oh, this is the art guy. So we're going to keep it anonymous, but a complete refuah for Chaim Tzvi Ben Leia. Refuah Shleima, Givaldik. Okay, thank you. So going back to the first mission of the, of the parak, Naira Morasa, we have a girl who's not 12 and a half yet. She's not a big heiress. She could be 11 years old, 10 years old. She could be a Naira. The halacha is that if she makes a nether, she makes a vow and she says she's not going to do something or she's not going to eat something, whatever the vow is, typically if she wasn't engaged, she's just in her father's domain, her father has the right to another nether and be mevatel kafir da'ara. But since she's engaged, you need both, the father and the husband. Engaged, Arusa, he gave her a ring, she's a shesish. The father and the husband. Once she transfers over to the husband's rishos completely, she's a complete wife. Why? Because there was chuppah. After there was kiddush and there was chuppah, now she's a nesua. The husband doesn't need the father at all. The father has nothing to do with it anymore. It's only the husband. How do we know this? Says the Gemara, the Be'er Bishmol Tana. Be'nish le'ishtoi, be'in av le'bitoi. So here's the Pasuk Rabbi Yisai. Eila Hashem is Moshe, Benishli Ishtoi, Benav Lebitoi. 
between a father and a daughter, Benurel Beisovia, when she's a Nara in her father's house. In her, in her, yeah, in her father's house. Mikalin Nara Moiroso, Shovio, Ubalo, Mefirim, Nidorel. Here we see the idea, because they're both together, it says Ish, it says Av. You see them both together, it's like a Hekish. It's in the same Pasuk in, together, the red and the green, Ish and Av. So Mela, they're both Mefer together. So the Gemara says, but we had a whole sugi yesterday. We had a whole daf. Well, the Tana the Bay Rabbi Shmal, Rabbi Shmal learns im hoyoy siel ish my avidlay. Now, Rabbi Shmal is learning from benish leishtoi. So the whole sugi that Rabbi brought yesterday im hoyoy siel ish. What is he going to do with this pasuk im hoyoy siel? We said we spoke about this three parshas. There's a parsha. A girl in her father's domain, she's not engaged. Then there's a parish of a girl that's engaged. Then there's a parish of a girl or a woman who's married. Three parishes. So the, center, the middle parish is talking about an engaged girl. And you see from there, Maya, see a whole drasha. A whole cheshman at the end of the suya. Remember that beautiful cheshman? It must be, how could it be that a, a married man has less power than an engaged man? How is it possible? And the answer is, because the engaged man is together with the father. Together, they have the power to annul the nethers. Somebody who's engaged, the chassan, has more power than a married man over his kal and wife. Why? Because he's doing it in conjunction with the father. So you see from here, you do it together. Both of them have a shutvas in the... So, what does Tanah Baby Shmuel do with that whole drasha? says, Gemara, Im hayasil ish, my ovid here, the other rabba. So what's going on here? Check this out. <coughs> By the way, just I, I didn't show this yesterday, so I'll show it real quickly today. As a sikum to the sugi yesterday, and I said it real quickly now. There's a pasuk v'shama avia. She's just with her father in blue. So it says, if, if you're, you're arusa, you need both. You need the father and the, the husband. V'shama isha is, is the parsha where she's completely married. So we learn from there that a husband cannot be made for Kaizmim, he can't be made for Nidarim that happened before he was engaged, before he knew her. That's the center parasha, that's the one she's engaged. From there you learn you need the father also. That was, we just went through it. So those are the three parashas. So, you see, it says the word Havaya. I heard one to joke. I, I, let me see if I remember it. It says, Havaya is Kiddushin. But I think it, it's a play on words. That Ish v'isha zachu shechina shruv b'neim. So you have the Havaya. It's like a lotion of Shem Hashem. Okay, fine. V'm ha'yasiyah le'ish. And the real le'ah. Why the double lotion? Ha'yasiyah. Just say. V'im siyah le'ish. What's ha'yasiyah? So Gemara learns from this, this case right over here. You have a father and you have a daughter. The father has the right to be made for his daughter's this five-towner, 11-year-old who goes on shopping sprees, he has a, and she said, okay, I'm making that, I'm never going to shop again. Feels bad for her, he has the right to annul it, to undo it, to unlock it. By himself. You hear? By himself. Then she gets engaged. So now we said that the, the Torah, the Torah has to go together with the, the, the Aros, together with the husband. Then what happened? How's it go? It goes like this, I think. Hold on, no. Oh, 
It's a little bit out of order. Akoponim, the husband dies. This guy dies. She killed him. The chiddush is that the father, all the way in step one, he re, he returns to step one. Now, even though there's a half second between, the father was able to do it all by himself. Then came a situation where he could only be made for his daughters in the darim with somebody else, but that somebody else just kicked the bucket. So now he goes back to step one where he could do it by himself. He went bye bye. Even though I don't know why he needs step six. Okay. He got married, she got engaged again to another guy, Shimon. Okay? Somebody else. But the father has the right to annul her nether by himself before she gets engaged. It's a chiddush. You think that he loses his rights. His right of doing it all by himself was ruined by the fact that there was a chassan involved. But once you remove the chassan, that's the chiddush. She gets engaged twice. That's why there's a number six here. There's a two. She got married twice. What? Correct. The vart is that right before that he's allowed. I ain't chum. Tell me what you find. Okay. The ran just. Okay, one second. So he learns from this passage that we used yesterday to teach us that you need a, a shutfus of a father and a husband. He learns another chiddush that the father has the right. To continue doing his thing. And, and Rabbi Shmuel also learns, he learned, you can learn two dina from this, says the Ran. Okay. Rav, I told Rabbi Shmuel, what? He says? Yeah. The what? He's saying that it's Makish, the same Havayas, but just like the husband doesn't have the power to be made, the first husband doesn't have the power to be made for the Nagarim Akhoidman. Yeah. So to now, this second husband, can't be made for the Nadarim Akhodman before he married her, even though the father will be able to. And the father still has more strength than this second husband. Okay, so it's a side chiz you're saying that about Hataras Nadarim Akhodman, but in terms of our sugya, what's important is, is the fact that she, he's not even there. Shimon didn't even exist. Step six didn't even happen, but the father could return to this thing. Okay. Now, just to point out, if you go back here, and this, the Ran says, we have to go all the way back here, sorry. So, we learn from here, says the Ran, an amazing thing. That just like, and that's what I, I asked in the beginning, and to me it was a big chiddush, that's why I made it into a question. As we're going to see later on the sugyas, there's a concept of inu nefesh, We'll talk about it soon. Inu nefesh and dvarim shabena levena. There's different types in the dar. There's another where a woman says, I'm not going to eat chocolate. That's inu nefesh. She's hurting herself. The dvarim shabena levena could mean also that she's not going to put on makeup. She's not going to dress nicely. So that affects the husband directly. Some say we're talking about matter of relations. Okay, whatever it is. We'll see what it is. It doesn't have to go that far. It could be just things that affect the husband. Dvarim shabena levena. So the Ran says... That according to this that we're learning, we, we also learn this halacha. That when it comes to a father and a daughter, when the father knows the nether of his own daughter, it's dafka in those specific types in the darim, like a husband. Only things that affect the father. In other words, if she makes a nether, I will never give you water, I'll never serve you, I'll never cook for you. That's a nether between him and his daughter, he can annul it. 
And if she says, I'm making a nether that I can't eat chocolate anymore, you could also, because that affects her in your nefesh. But it has to be similar to nadarim that I have to do like, like a husband. Okay. It's right here. What does he do with um, that the husband could be mefer nedarim dafkin nedarim that are bein levena. We'll see. Like we we do, just explain bein levena things that have to do between the husband and a wife bein ish. So that's the lashon bein ish. Look look at the thing for a second bein ish lish. Another has to do with a husband and a wife. Those are the things that he could be mefer. I just want to share with you this beautiful Ramosha here. I thought it's Givaldi. I have to read this. Sorry, I'm putting this over here, Nachman. Check this out. I thought it's Givaldi because this has to do with Dvarim Shabain Ishli Isha. You know, like we know that when a woman gets married, she usually takes on her husband's minhagim. I thought it was a fascinating Ramosha. What if a, a husband's minhag is that his wife shouldn't wear a shaitel and she wants to wear a shaitel? Does she have to take on her husband's minhag? Fascinating emotion, especially the last part of it. it. says, You can't tell your wife not to wear shaitl. Even if you want to be din. Since she's doing halachically correct, she's halachically within the halachic envelope. Most poiskim say it's motor. She got near Allah looks like that. Even if she doesn't put on like a hat, you know, the ladies, they wear a shaita, but they put a little hat on it. Even if she won't put that hat on. Because but she does want to. You can't tell her not to. Now listen to this. I thought this give valder. And if you're a type of guy that shaves, and I know you shave, Tar, almost like a razor blade, and you don't care about Don't be a hypocrite. You shave, and you're telling your wife not to wear a shaitel? He wasn't talking to me, obviously. I'm saying you can take this to all different places. You're such a great tzaddik, you do XYZ, you know that various you do. Also, when it comes to your wife, you're so machmir and this and this and that. Be quiet. Stop being machmir on your wife when you yourself are not such a tzaddik. You're contradicting your own minog. Moshe Feinstein. Okay. Now we go weiter. So, here, this is just... I can show it now, I can show it later. Neder inu nefesh. Here, here in the Pasuk, kol neder v'chol shvuas isor la'ano is nefesh, the Torah says. Inu nefesh, something that hurts you, your body. Isha kimeno, Isha is the husband. He could be mekayimit, he could say it's a good neder. Isha yifirena, he could say it's not a good neder. Now, dvarim shebeinu leveinu, as it says over here in the Pasuk, beinish li ishtoi, fine. Ibailu. 
Rabbi Isai, here we have a Maridik Alamdash Shaila. Literally, this is stuff. How does it work? You have a partnership between two people, and the two people together have to come and annul a nether. They have to say, This nether is no good. We'll say about pet. Is the pshat that each person removes 50% of the nether? So you have a big nether. And comes the husband and he knows his part. He removes 50%. Now you're left with 50%. Or what happens is you have the nether. Comes one of them and he knows the nether. The whole thing remains. Just it's weaker. So I did a little bit thing based on Judah David. He told me to do this. Here you have a hamburger with all the trimmings. It's a full thing. A guy came and ate half the hamburger. You have a nether. It's a nether. One guy removed half. What are you left with? A half a hamburger. Or the pshat is you took that hamburger that had all the lettuce and tomatoes. It's still there, but you made it shvach. You made it weaker. It's a full hamburger, but it's weaker. If that makes any sense. Now, it makes more sense now. Where's Judah? He's not even here. He wanted me to do something else. He's going to buy burgers. Okay. Let's see inside. Ibailu. Baal megas guys. Is the husband removing, when the husband or the, whoever it is, one of the two, the husband or the, 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 the father, removes the nether, is he chopping it in half? Or he's making it weaker. The whole thing remains there, the entire burger is there, just a weaker burger. And we'll see a big nafkemina. It's very, very lundish. This is what they do in yeshiva. They try to do this in yeshiva. What's going on here? How do, how does it, how, what's the mechanism? What's the question? Here, you have a picture. Two hours, in case you don't know what it looks like. So the Aros came and he said, I'm annulling your nether, the whole thing. So if you say that you chop it in half, so what happened there? One out of the two olives goes away. There's an X. It doesn't exist. Okay. But the other olive is whole. And complete. It's a full olive, 100%. It's not weak at all. It's very, very strong. And if you eat a kazais, if you eat some of the food, it doesn't have to be kazais. It has to be the run ass. It happens to be when it comes to a nether, if, if a person says, if this woman say, I won't eat any olive, it's any olive. It, it doesn't have to be a shear of a kazais. It could be even a, okay, for whatever reason, we're talking about two kazais in here. E, I mean, Omega's guy is lakya. So she ate both of them. Now, she has to eat both of them because we don't know which one is removed. Is it the one on the right or the one on the left? Or half of the top and the, or the bottom of the other? We don't know what he removed exactly. He removed half, 50%. Where the half 50%? I don't know. But if she eats both of them, so the 50% that's whole is definitely within the two that she ate. So she ate a full kezayis. She's chayev. She ate a full... A whole, it doesn't have to be a whole size. She ate something that's complete. I should say not whole. Complete. A complete or she ate here. But if he, I mean, But if the two zaysim, look at this. Here, look what I did here. Now, if it's weaker, you have two zaysim, but they're not really zaysim. They're 50% of what they used to be. They're whole, but it's not 100. So the fact that she ate it, she didn't eat a complete iser. She ate a, a, a weak iser. A weak iser 
doesn't get you Malchus. Malchus you get by doing a complete Isser. Over here there's no complete. Yes, it's two, but two very weak things. The Shvach. They're missing a lot of the molecules. I don't know what's going on, but they're not, they're not as eyes. Oh, I like that. I had that problem also. In other words, nothing happens. Zero. You see, you see from the sugya that that's not how it works. It's not, it's not, it's not even a possibility. Oh, that's a very good question. He's asking, why is there not a third possibility? Instead of saying it's weak or it's strong, it's zero. Because let's say, let's say uh, you need. I don't know, what's a good example? It's not a good example. Let's say you need two them to testify about somebody that killed, a murder, and only one showed up. So you have nothing. It's not you have 50% of a testimony. You have zero testimony. So he's asking, why don't you have a possibility that's zero? That's not one of the possibilities here. You see that the Gemara understood that when, when one of them annuls the nether, he accomplishes something very strong. Exactly how much, we don't know. But he accomplished. That's what we see here. I hear? No, but it, it, a lot of times the entire works like he's saying. That's why I had the issue also, but Azoy's Mash. Fine. Now, when Rabshmur Rizovsky would ask Akasha in Panovich, I don't know if you've ever been there. So when the Magachir asked Akasha, I've been there a number of times when Rabshach gave Shur, the whole place starts screaming answers. It's like a tumult. So he would say, Lost Hanabim for the Kasha. Before you answer, just pause for a minute and think about the beauty of this question. It's a beautiful question. Now, answer it. Don't just jump and answer. Think about it. It's Givaldic Akasha here. Think, pause for a second. Unbelievable Shiloh. Okay. Zog to Gemara. My Toshma. I would just recommend, I'll do it for you if you don't want. Go to Dafayim for a second. See something very interesting. There's a mission on the bottom of Dafayim and it says, If the father dies, then the husband doesn't regain his whatever power the, the father had. It's lost forever. Since they were both Shutvim, one of the Shutvim died. That's it. No one could be be mefer the nether if the father dies. However, meshabal if the husband dies, nisroikna rishuslav. Nisroikna is the lashon. You take a sack, you empty it out, you give it to the, the next guy. You take a bottle, you pour out the, the the soda into the other guy's cup. He gets your power. So if the husband dies, the father regains full control over here, and he could annul the nether. That's the end of the mishnah. What are the cases? We don't know. And I believe that the Gemara doesn't explain it over here. No, it doesn't explain it over here. All the explanation is right here in this Gemara now. Before we get to the Mishnah. Now what? Toshmai, Mosayomru, Mesabal, Nisroikno, Rishuslav, Bizman, Shleishomahabal, Koydim Shiyomos. So you see that the father has a little bit more control than the husband. The father regains control. The husband doesn't regain control if the father dies. There's three possibilities. If the husband was not Mekayim another, what are the three possibilities not to be Mekayim another? Either he did nothing, or he didn't even hear about it, or he was Mefer. 
Mefer is the opposite of Makayim. Mefer means he annulled it. So those are three. Okay, it's the same idea. He didn't even hear about it. You have to stick in here. The gears in the run is we, we're switching it. I'll explain in a second. He heard it, but he did a far right away. Now, this last halacha of he heard it and he was quiet, on that, the Bryce says, because if a person hears something and he's quiet for a full day, what happens? It's as if he was Mikhaimen. So that's why the Ran changes the Veshasak, goes together with Mesbay Bayoin, not the Vahafer. The Veshasak, the Shtika has to be that you didn't have a 24 hour period. Yeah? Boy Bayoin, all those guys, the new guys that are starting today, Boy Bayoin, you have only that one day to, to do the Afara, you only have today to do the Daf. Every day you have to do the Daf. It's not about the Daf, it's about the Yoimi, every day. And if the day goes by without doing the daf, you lost out. That's it. Shalom Yisrael. It's very interesting that when it comes to Torah, I remind the we learned this in the area, when it comes to Torah, the, the day, and then goes the night. Not the night and then the day. The, the night goes on what's before, the daytime. Interesting. Okay, fine. Zui Shishaninu, Meis Habal, so, this is what we learned in the Mishnah, if the husband dies, everything goes to the father. Now, if the husband was Mayfair and then he dies, we're going to see in a second. So the father has to redo the hafara that the husband did. The husband dies, the husband did Afara, he took away 50%. Then he dies. So we're saying the, the father is in full control. And what does he do? He doesn't do his 50%. He has to redo the husband's 50% as well. He has to do the 100%. Interesting Allah. Sponsored by Greg Haber for Brachah Parnas and Aslacha for his entire family and everyone learning the daf. And Aslacha for the members of the HBA group and their families. Amen. If the husband heard it and he said, okay, it's a good net there. You see, that's why the Ran says that it's more fortunate than Gemara. He was quiet, but there's a full day. And that full day of him being quiet makes it a kiyom. It's a good net there. And he dies. The father cannot be made for. Why? Because it's already mekoyim. Says the Gemara like this. The, the b'raisa. Here are, the, here are the four possibilities. Very, very simple. My boys, check this out. You have a father that did a fara and then he died. You have a father that did a fara and the husband died. One in four. They're basically, it's the same case. The father did a fara and the father died. The father did a fara and the husband died. And then you have the same thing, case number two and three. The husband did a fara and the husband died. Could the father continue? Yes. The husband did a fara. And the father died. Could he do that far? No. But those are the four possibilities. But I just wrote it in the order of the Gemara. Okay, so we're going through it now. Shama Avia The father heard that his daughter made a nether and he said it's annulled. It's a mufer. And the husband didn't hear that there was a nether at all. 
And then the father died. The father who did the afara, the father dies, and now he leaves it all to the husband. You can't give it to the, the husband, can't take over. Why not? Rabbi said, why not? We have to understand the svar over here. The father did his 50%. And then he died. So let the husband do his 50%. Why can't the husband do his 50%? The answer is, because the moment that the father dies, that's mevatal his 50%. It's mevatal his afara. And now the husband has to do 100%. He can't do that. He could only do it in a partnership. He cannot do it on his own. That's the halacha of the Mishnah. The husband cannot, you cannot be miraikin, you can't pour your stuff over to the husband. So, the bottom, the, the, uh, we're running out of time here. The bottom line is, the Duran says that each thing has a chiddush here. Each one has a bigger chiddush than the next. And he says incredible stuff here. Basically, if the father, if the husband heard the, the nether, now he's a complete, he's a complete um, partner with the father. The, the, the husband heard about it, so he becomes a partner. The chiddush is that even if he didn't hear, and he's a weak partner, even so he can't be mefer. Because the svar could go both ways, the Ran says. On the one hand, you could say, if the husband inherits a very weak nether, he should be able to be mefer. Let's say he inherits 10% of the nether. No, so 10% should be easy for him to be made for. Okay, on the flip side, you could say no. If it's a very weak nether, it doesn't go to anybody. It doesn't move. You can't transfer something weak. You can only transfer something that has power. It's almost the opposite. It's like counterintuitive. If it's only like 10% of the nether, it doesn't move at all. It's hard to move it. That, those are the two svaras here. It doesn't transfer, I should say. Shama bala, behavior law. Now we're going... To, to the second case. The husband heard about this nether and he did afar right away. And the father didn't even hear about it. That's the chiddush. He didn't even hear about it. He wasn't even a partner here, so to speak, with the husband because he didn't even hear about it. And the husband died. Over here, the father does have the power to annul it. So the round goes into that, I would think, the dafka when the father heard about it, and then it was equal to the husband, then he could be mefer. But if he didn't hear about it, then the husband is stronger. And then the, the, the father only has a little bit, and you can't transfer a small amount of a nether, says the round, I would think. Third case, Shama the husband heard about it, he did afar sandar. And the, the father didn't hear about it until the, the father died. The Baal was Mayfair, but the, the, the father died. That's case three, Gimel. So the guy, what happened there? The one that did that Farah remained alive. Yeah, it's a new case. The one that did that Farah remained alive. So even though the father was like not zoicha in it, the, the husband can, he can't, he can't be mefer. He doesn't get anything here. Okay, we spoke about shutfus. Hold on. Should we go weiter?
It's 8.05. We could go right there and explain the Gemara's Raya or just start tomorrow from here, in the middle. What do we should do? Let's, let's do this real quickly. Whoever wants to leave, can leave. Shoma avi We started late. Shoma avi If the father heard the nether and he did a pharaoh and he stayed alive. Okay, let's go back to the thing, to the chart. And the husband didn't hear about it and he died. The husband died. The, the father was Mefer, the husband dies. The Ran explains he doesn't have to redo his part. The father already did 50%, his is 50%. Chayzer over here means he goes back to do a farah. He has to do another farah on the other 50%. So listen to this real quickly what the Rai is. Omer this is Bishamai. But In that case, there's only Machlaikis in the last case. Why? According to Beishamai, you, you, you get rid of your part completely. So what's left? A full 50%. A complete 50%. And therefore, since it's complete, you could give it over. The reason why they still say he can't be mefer is because they hold so going back to the, to the original question about two olives. According to Bishamai, she's Chayv Malkus. Why? Because he, even though he was Mayfer, he's Mayfer a half, but he left a half that's complete. And a complete, you get Malkus. According to Basilel, it's Kolosh, it's weaker. Maybe we could go over this again tomorrow, maybe not. So therefore, you don't get Malkus. Have a wonderful day.